Hi, welcome to another episode of this shambolic podcast we like to call Allies of Convenience. Uh, this week we are going to be talking about the draft FAQ. I want to make sure that we use that word draft because a lot of people are not using that word draft and assuming it's actually an FAQ. It's not an FAQ. Nothing means anything in it yet. But we are going to discuss the possibilities of what things in it mean. Today uh, I'm joined by Matt Robertson. Hello. Howdy. Uh, Mr. Mike Collins. Hello, my friends. And we are very, very gracious to be blessed uh, by the presence of Jesse Newton. America. Uh, and backing us all up is someone who actually knows the rules, uh, James Ramsey, who will be doing most of the sensible speak during this segment. Hello. Everybody's got to have fun. <laughs> Um, so obviously the internet has been talking over the last almost two weeks now about the draft FAQs that Games Workshop bestowed, uh, bestowed upon us uh, via their new Facebook page. Um, it's an entirely new era of going back to what everyone else does, which is using social media effectively uh, and attempting to fix stuff that doesn't work properly. Um, revolutionary new company policy there, uh, uh, Lenton, for Games Workshop and... Uh, it's received mixed um, mixed opinions based on the content, the intent, all kinds of stuff. How do you guys, first of all, feel about Games Workshop actually trying to do FAQs again and engaging the public for their questions? Because, of course, that was the first thing we saw. We saw them open their Facebook page and invite literally thousands of people to ask questions uh, about the rules of Warhammer 40,000. So, Matt, how do you feel about that? I'm mixed. I will eventually be positive, but right now, they need more thought put into them. I was happy without all the FAQs, really, because all You're a whack bastard. FAQs that they used, and everyone was plodding along happily expecting nothing. And all of a sudden, some bits are just like... They've not even read the rule book for some of them, some of the answers. But it is nice to have an official standpoint and the interaction. Hopefully, that will improve. And given a bit of time, all the answers, the quality will increase, the frequency will increase. It could be a positive thing. I think it just needs that time to get to that point. Well, Debbie Dowder. Exactly. It's because all of his rulings that he made up are probably uh-huh. changing now. Exactly. <laughs> That's fine, Matt. exactly. <laughs> Matt, Matt goes out of his way to make sure Matt wins, like giving himself a first-round bye to win a tournament. And <laughs> now he's upset that, that GW is not having any of it anymore. You're Debbie Downer and a butthurt Sally. <laughs> I, thought we I might... think it's wonderful. I thought we might salvage a sensible conversation for at least five minutes um, before we nah, devolve, nah. but clearly not. Come on. Um, no, nah, I think it's I think it's actually wonderful. Um, a, they they reached out. They should have they care. Finally, like people have been complaining. There's been a lot of rumors about GW themselves actually going back to organized play, um, which have fleshed out. Uh, they are doing it for Age of Sigmar, and they're also supposed to be doing it for 40k, which is which is awesome. Then they reached out to the community and said. What are your questions? We'll get FAQs up. They posted up the FAQs and it said, what are your thoughts on these? What issues do you see arise? We're take, we'll take all of your concerns after the first draft and go through and we'll, we'll try to iron out the, the final drafts. 
I wonder if that was the point they realised that they had really fucked up when there was like 4,000 questions. Within the first hour. <laughs> I'd love to have been there. But like, some, oh, of, some of which were fantastic as well. They're, they're, they're some, of the are, some of the questions that actually made it in are fantastic. I think my favourite is the building one. We're going to go through. We're going to go through our highlights and lowlights uh, of the of the FAQs, uh, the draft FAQs, in a moment. But I also want to get everyone's uh, everyone's opinions on it first and foremostly uh, as a general idea. Mike, what do you think about Games Workshop engaging the public to do FAQs rather than dictating them from down upon high? I think it's 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 amazing. It's a really good. Really good strategy. They've they've finally cottoned on to the way we do things. But the only one problem I would have is that they're asking the general public, and the public are idiots. What they should have done was ask me. <laughs> You'd only do one FAQ, though. <laughs> That's all it needs. And we know exactly what that is. <laughs> <laughs> this game is oh, one rule away from being perfect. <laughs> You'd press the wrong button or something. <laughs> no, I think, I think it's really good. You, you know, they've... They're, you know, we've asked for it for years. They're doing it. I think everything we've got at the moment is just a bit of shock because a lot of stuff that we thought was legit turns out it isn't. So there's going to be a bit of a uh, growing pains whilst we absorb it all, but I think it's good. Well, I'm going to get back to that as well, actually, because um, that's a big topic of the FAQs. A lot of things that we thought were pretty straightforward how they work, it appears that that's not how they play them inside Games Workshop and that, Towers. That's, that's just what happens when yeah. you haven't supported your game for over five years. <laughs> yes. it's, that's just what happens. It's, it's natural. It's, it's going to take a little bit of a walking back from the brink, I think, for some people. Now, Ramsey, as the best of us and the most competent uh, in this small I resent that, band of men, um, <clears throat> what's your opinions on, on the process through which they've gone through these FAQs? Um... I think it's quite good, but I don't know why um, it's taking them so long to do everything. That's my only thing. I think they should they shouldn't just. I don't know what they're doing because seriously, if you gave if you gave it to a competent group of ten people, they could probably go through it in a day, have a draft, and then like the next day sort it all out. It really wouldn't take long. The longest thing would be cha- we've doing all the, you know, sending out all the shit that they've received. Um, if someone, if the group, if they've got a group of people doing that, then it really wouldn't take long to fix game. But I guess, uh, the, you know, they have, you can just see it's a bit, it's already, you can just tell it's a little bit uh, sloppy because, like, half the things don't work and things the pay, things they uploaded were, like, all jumbled up in half the time. And it kind of just it still seems like it's just one guy in the basement of Games Workshop doing it all. <laughs> I Which, think there's lots of guys doing different bits, aren't they, when they're all contradicting each other. Yeah, there's one, well, there's probably, it's probably just one guy or a group of people doing it and then just passing it on to people who... They're probably just passing it by email. They probably never, probably never see these people. I don't know. I appreciate the concept of asking the public questions because, yes, of course, the competitive players need um, some guidance on interpretation of conversational English written rules rather than actual legal written rules. Uh, and there will always be some sort of uh, obscure uh, or sorry, cloudiness on interpretations there when you're using conversational language. Um, but I also feel it's important to ask 
the general public what they don't get in the rules as well because whilst we know most of the people that were asking questions in there were pretty hopeless is the kindest word I can probably use um, it's good to get a, an idea of what the perception is and what people have a trouble in understanding out there in the general public so that we can try and sort of raise the level of understanding of the rules in, in people in general because I'm all for educating more so than, you know, dumbing down and, and pandering to people that can't be bothered to learn how to actually read the rules properly and play properly. They just sort of move their little toy soldiers around and do stuff that they think makes sense rather than actually reading. Um, so I think it's important to engage both. Um, but it is definitely going to be an incredible... If they continue doing it like, like this, you know, keep fielding thousands and thousands and thousands of questions from the the plebs um i can see it being a really really uh you know long and arduous process that is going to be slow as as ramsey said so let's get on to the actual draft faq itself uh, faq and errata um it was many 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 pages uh, and we haven't got the time or the energy or inclination to go through the lot of it um so i've asked the guys to pick out uh, some of the highlights and lowlights um so we're going to go around in a roundtable format uh, and look at some of the best and most interesting rulings and then tear apart some of the worst and most nonsensical ones. Um, so let's go Let's go with the good first. So Mike. Oh, I knew you were going to come to me first. Well, you know, I want to start, <laughs> I want to start at the top and work my way horizontally. And, and, and you've gone with the good as well. I'm, try, I'm, trying, to find, I'm trying to find one that's good. Exactly. <laughs> Mike did have a good until he was realised it was a bad because <laughs> it didn't work. <laughs> it is good. It is good. What I'm going to say is 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 I can't actually find this thing. I've actually downloaded a not the GW one, but someone, someone wrote at the one up, at, didn't they? yeah at the at the uh, the Long War. I think it's Spiky Bits. They made a uh, a PDF or a Word document of all the Rob stuff. Ben they've taken yes. they've taken out all the good stuff though, all the funny bits and all the contradictory bits. Yeah. It's a bit unfortunate. So come back to me for a good one, please, if that's okay. So oh, you didn't have it. Thing. I thought you had a good one selected in advance. I did, but I've lost it now. Oh, we'll get the proper wording. Uh, has Sorry. anyone got one ready to hand that's um, organised? I have one that's not necessarily good or bad. I just love the answer that they gave. Okay. So my, my favourite FAQ out of this whole thing is under unit types. It's the last question under unit types. How does a unit consisting of a mix of cavalry, bike, jump pack, and infantry models move, run, turbo boost, and charge? Do they all use their respective roles while maintaining squad coherency? So I don't know about in, uh, over over there, but in the states it comes up a ton. Um, we always we always let you turbo boost and run stuff like that, yeah. but people were constantly arguing you can't do that. I remember so that it goes, used to come up a lot when the um, old. Uh, seer count it Tau came up thing. a ton with it also came up a with ton with Libby. seer came up a ton with seer council as well when you used to have baron in there and stuff like that mm. um, it used to be broadsides that was the initial issue yeah uh, but it says yes models can move individually so in the movement phase each model moves in uh, and this is the favorite part moves each model in this improbable unit 
You mean Codex Space Marines, right? <laughs> <laughs> can move up to their maximum movement allowance as long as the unit is in unit coherency and at the end of move. Uh, they basically they then go on to explain that you can run turbo boost. Um, the big thing though with this FAQ that is a big is a big boost for uh, Collins Thunderwolf Cap is if you have a jump model in the unit now and you don't use his jump pack in the movement phase. You then get to use his jump pack roll to slingshot the entire unit with a re-rollable charge distance. Which is crazy, right? Yes. Very crazy. So now when you're taking your Libby Conclave, you simply take one of those Libbies uh, with a jump pack. Yay. And just have him walk next to Azrael and Tiki. Yeah. Watch <laughs> this. Watch this, bro. <laughs> I've, I've got my positive one now, if that's all right. Oh, go on. <laughs> Go on, go on, go on. <laughs> um, I think uh, the Void Shield Generator, I know all this new stuff, I, I still consider it new, all the, all the new um, uh, fortifications and whatnot, but they have um, clarified the Void Shield Generators. Um, so if a, a unit is not entirely within the 12-inch range, it doesn't benefit from the projected uh, Void Shield anymore. So no stringing out Death Stars into your Void Shield, which I think, though, does kind of nerf a little bit of Stars. It doesn't, you know, it's, it's good for the game. It's it good, doesn't so. make a 100-point void shield worth... A million points. Five, yes, I was just going to say 500, <laughs> yeah. but yes. Oh, poor exactly. green tide. <laughs> and also, if we're going to go along with void shields, we've got the graviton rule now works against void shields, which... And haywire. Done. And haywire does. And you can psychic shriek through it as well. Mm. So, um, so, yeah, void Ooh. shield's got a bit of a bum in, but you, I think that was good. You mentioned psychic shriek. Do you want to... Do you wanna... Expand on that at all? Oh, I don't know which way they're going to go for it though, because it's contradictory, isn't it? Well, there's a couple. How about how about you, James? What do you got? Oh, there's like so many. I mean, there's nothing about good and bad. I don't. Think, I don't really kind of classify it in that. But just like weird. If I just go like there's like a weird some weird ones. Things like which we kind of always assumed, but then maybe we couldn't. Like for example, if you destroy a walker in close combat, you can't consolidate. I'd never ever played it, in, like I'd never played it that way. And everybody, everybody always consolidated off a walker, but now you can't. Yeah, because so, never thought it would have been played that way. But now it's like, oh, okay. So if you blow up a knight or something, you're going. because well, you're not going to fight any of the walkers apart from knights. You're going to end up getting uh, stuck there, which maybe is good. Maybe they, bad, no, they did. They did sort of, kind of buff dreadnoughts and things. Yeah, what, when they when they explode and die, you'll have you'll, you'll you'll have one. Okay, it's fine. You'll have the one free one in the Iron Hands that one, and then okay, <laughs> so, and the knights, and then that's about the only walkers you'll see. <laughs> Not free one, you know what I mean. The one that you have to yeah. yeah. take. The compulsory. And there's, other, there's, there's other like random ones, but I mean, like that's what I mean. It's, there's some weird ones like you were saying before about how you things that we always assumed you could do or can't do and then suddenly they don't want that which is very strange like uh they took when they took auras away from working in vehicles yeah that's been that way since fifth hasn't it we had like uh-huh. angels in tanks giving out full of pain yep. and oh, i thought was that was in each other's i thought that was explicitly stated that that's how it works in well it's because because you can definitely like score objectives in tanks and things and they measure it says you measure out three inches in the tank so I guess everyone kind of assumed it was... 
But then again, a lot of the abilities don't work when you're inside a tank. So I guess they, that's how they all. I'm sure there was one bit saying measures to the hall for blah blah blah. Yeah, but... I'm pretty sure. I'm, I don't know if that's like you know the the jumbled rainbow soup that's in my mind of various additions piled on top of each other. But I'm it most sure, likely is. I'm pretty sure that's in the rules that you measure from the hull for area of effects. But no. If what do I you have, Alex? On my phone, I check. Um. I like some of the clarifications in the psychic stuff, um, which you could argue back and forth. Um, yeah, they were they were impossible to argue. You could never get a conclusion on the psychic phase. So, so like, you know, stuff that you assume to be logical, but you can't actually prove, like the um, how many powers can one psychic cast in turn? Well, now it's explicitly stated that it is equal to their mastery level rather than... Um, the was it was interesting to see them actually uh they ruled for psychic powers they actually ruled the same way itc plays it as well so um for instance like a well an old seer council i, I don't even think it matters anymore a council. yeah like a screamer council you can't you can't curse earth and then curse earth again uh, elsewhere, stuff like that, or if multiple flick, uh, maybe multiple flickering fires. I don't, I don't know. How oh, so you're talking Let's about the on. casting multiple powers from the same units? Yes, they Which, did. Uh, they did. Oh, go ahead, Matt. I was going to say that was interesting when they first released the draft because they said yes and no, but then they've changed it to no and no. Mm, yeah. yeah. So that's a big thing. If you do find the drafts, um. They have specifically stated in, in the comments that always go off of what the text says, not the picture, because they are keeping the text up to date. So, because yeah. um, I know we got into a big argument about Skyhammer, and I was super excited because I read it. I was like, holy shit, Skyhammer works, guys. Finally, I'm right. And then they <laughs> go, you go over there and they go, no, you're wrong. Yeah, like, but there's like 10 things that lost. I would day. argue still that Skyhammer works because it's you're still not like. You're still not giving the special rule, like or benefiting. It's going to the unit, so that's still not clear. Like that whole special rules conferred on the unit is still very ambiguous. Um, they haven't cleared that up beyond yeah. the point of argument yet. And like another one is things like, for example, if you have if you have a unit like say like the wolf and they can run in charge. If you attach an IC to it. Can they still run in charge? Are they now? Can they not run in charge because somebody can't do it? it doesn't say. And I know it's probably uh, probably people will go, oh yeah, of course you can do it, but it doesn't. It's not clear. And whenever you play a, a pickup game at my like club, for example, people are going to be like, oh no, you can't do that because you have got a guy in there. He's not. You're going to yeah. you're going to end up uh, causing arguments. So that's what I mean. They need to be really. If they're going to start doing these rulings, they need to be really pick out all these individual bits, because they're going to end up with lots of more rules rules things, right? And I would say as well that um, with regards to now picking up what their rules as intended are, because obviously that's a thing, and people use that to sort of justify and what have you, or even use precedent, the way that rulings sort of go swing back and forth in this FAQ and contradict each other and have sort of like different... um, Seems to have makes... different intentions. It makes it almost impossible to work out what they want you, how they want you to play it, because we've seen how they want us to play things are sometimes completely contradictory to the wording anyway. So, 
Alex, does that make you think that each section may have been given to different people? That's very what possibly. I was just going to say. Yeah, very possibly, very possibly, because that would explain the obvious cut of same answer in different sections hmm. being a yes and a no. Going here's your section, put whatever you want that fits your section and answer the questions. And to be honest, it's probably you know it makes perfect sense for it to work that way if they just email say the, all the questions to the development team and the devs just divvy it out. You know, yeah, I think um, it's a new so, team from what I've heard the, from people. Uh, the community engagement team. And you've well, got to think that they're, they're doing the right thing because this is a draft FAQ and they're throwing it all out there for us to do all the hard work because we're all suckers. So yeah. they're using their resource, which is, you know, I think it's good. We just, we can't get caught up on the bad bits yet <laughs> until and, they come up like with the official bit. They are, they are doing a good job. They're still editing um, the posts to to match, uh, to make the things not be contradictory from the pictures to, to their text answers, stuff like that. So, you know, they, they're, they're making a concerted effort and we're doing all the hard work, but they're doing, they're doing the cleanup. And, uh, I'm, I'm appreciative of that. I like the, just wanted to go back to the one I like, the one that we like, I think the one where the FMCs can now choose to deep strike um, gliding or sweeping is really good because that was so stupid that bloodthirsters could be summoned and then sit there going shit can't do it. That, so that yeah. is still like I I I I mentioned that on our Facebook straight away and I got it completely wrong but now I realise what I was talking talking about um, that still doesn't clear up about um, uh, demon king bloodthirsters. Yeah, if it says conjured or otherwise summoned and it's not clear. Yeah, so that's if still that's, ambiguous about it... are they? Do they enter by deep strike or not? Who knows? Um, yeah, <clears throat> and but obviously yes, that is a buff because they don't have to wait three turns to get into combat now. Um, um, but they, I did like the, I did like the fact they moved uh, monstrous creatures more in line with vehicles. Um, so they're basically vehicle, they're, they're vehicles without uh, an armor value, but a toughness instead. I like the, you know, no more toe in cover. I, I was that always was going to be my one that I liked purely mm. because that was one of the things that upset the most people. Yeah, it's the most. I I think that's probably the most visually stupid thing in the game. You know, yes, without fail. Well, and I also like you talk about monstrous creatures as well. I also liked that they. I can't remember if they worded it correctly as well, but I know their intention was to say that gargantuan monster creatures. Are monstrous creatures as well in terms of the you know the firing weapons and, and what have you, um, which was that was argued wasn't it quite a fair bit? Did they say that monstrous creatures need to be scored as well, or have they not? <coughs> only well, flying been, monstrous creatures. No, only, only FMCs. But they said the stupid thing was the question said do swooping FMCs count as you know needing to be obscured and then they said they just said all fmcs so they didn't really answer they kind of we're not sure well they just said 25 percent rules is a flyer super heavy flyer flyer creature i don't know if they meant swooping fmcs need to be yeah, obscured. They may have not understood mm. the query because but they've answered it in another because i can see that yeah their opinion is oh it's flying in the air so no you can't be obscured but then if he's on the ground walking around he kind of is like an f he's like a monster creature so i don't I don't know if, what they were thinking there, but yeah, why know. would it be any different from a monstrous creature? Exactly. Uh, how about Psy Shriek? Now the buff Psy Shriek got. 
Oh, you mean in terms of which fires that don't have a actual Shot. weapon profile don't have uh, the roll to hit? That's yep. quite good. But so, flyers. Uh, it's great, yep. but it's been taken down by the fact that you can only cast it once from a unit. Uh, otherwise, that is horrific. That is that is true, but you can have mul- you can easily get multiple sci shrieks. Oh no, of course, throughout of course, an army. Course, but imagine how and, bad it would uh, be. Poor flyerants. Imagine how bad it would well, be if your whole council did could just do that and didn't have to roll to hit ever. That would be true. Horrific. It's not clear if you can hit them with these things because it says. It just says, you know, you can't hit them with things that don't roll to hit. So, like, psychic shriek and a fly run. It doesn't say, you don't roll to hit, so you can't hit them. That's, this is the thing, it doesn't, they have, they've, they've said it clearly in the errata, what, you know, it doesn't roll to hit, but then it comes up in a situation with another rule and it doesn't really work. So they need to be clear and say that, which one works. So I don't know, I, that's just, this is this is the thing. It's they they obviously have people reading these, but not people thinking about how it's interacting the game. Well, I just don't think they play in the same circles, do they? It's almost like you want to go up there for a week and play the development team at their own game and show them and what make them what you cry. do. <laughs> yeah, what have you done that's what that's that, it does. It does literally need to happen. It's like, well, what you didn't allow this. Well, why did you make it that way? And then yeah, they can, you know, they'll, they'll probably get a lot game. more out of it. Like they need to read a little bit more into the rules and. No, they need to play against other people. <laughs> yes, I, I definitely think they need to engage more with the people that are playing the game every week, you know, seriously, to the rules that have been written, rather than, you know, let's just play yeah. some pick-up games during the lunch break. and A and competitive games group would be yeah. good for that, because Very they're much. all whacking it at pure straight up the book. It says, I can do this, I'm going to do it. And, it. and it goes back to the thing that we've always said in that a tight rule set for competitive players is never going to be a bad thing for everyone else. Because you gonna... can just go and pick it up, hopefully. Exactly. It's not going to It's not gonna negatively affect uh, everyone else. So You have some weird contradiction things as well. Things like the shooting phase, you have to measure base to base. So if you know, you're shooting something up in the air, you shoot you have to measure diagonally. Mm-hmm. But then when they're using their jump pack, it doesn't, you don't do that. You yeah, just, it's only ever horizontal. I noticed well, that as well. That's really strange. And I didn't really understand. Again, maybe it's this thing where people, different departments are being doing different things. I think that's the case there. Because, it, 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 you know, with the shooting, we used to point to point. You know, it is base to base, point to point. And with movement, I think we've all played it that way as well, especially with jump packs. It's just, I'm going from here to here. We're doing a point to point and, and that's it. Um, yeah, vertical distance has never really mattered for jump and jet infantry. You know, it's always, it's always kind of been it's you know, and it's kind of been like that visual that that visual visualization rather, you know, in your head of like, okay, well, this guy's got a jump pack. He's going, he's going there. He doesn't really care how far up in an arc he goes. You know, if you ever played uh, Space Marine Warhammer Forty Thousand Space Marine. Awesome game, you know. It, it didn't matter. Like you, you went the same distance. It didn't matter how far up you went, though. So, and I think that's what they they're trying because they did explain in some instances their their thought process is more about visualization. Like when they when they explained in terrain about not having not having uh, levels anymore, and you know, a visualization on like physical visualization with the differences in the actual terrain pieces that they make, but then also with explosions. They're like, well, we don't want it to be a sphere. We're, we're thinking more of a cone, you know, 
the, these explosions happen in three-dimensional space. That's why they hit everything. Same with flamers. They're three-dimensional. So they, they are explaining, you know, so that, me, that they're trying ask, to play that way. Because I think that was kind of a, 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 a cumbersome or awkwardly worded rule. The blasts in um, multi-level, even though there's no levels. Um, is it literally everything that's underneath? Or is everything you can see underneath? Like, is it a big pillar of death? Or is it anything that's visual I think it's supposed to be a pillar of death but Mm. I know a lot of events over here in the states ETC included have played as if ruins have levels still Mm. because it does fill a lot of gaps that open up so So I can see that carrying on and being they specifically under the terrain they specifically take they just say flat out there are no there are no levels and this is why yes it is a pillar of death but as far as what you can kill you still have to follow the rules of the game so a blast template could kill things it can't see but a flamer can't so even though the flamer might be a pillar of death if it can only see two guys it can only kill two guys which is which is very weird yeah that's nothing just just this they need to faq some other things like this is not to do with it, but like the that new power for geomancy, where you can shoot things out of line of sight, but you can't kill things out of line of sight. So yeah, exactly. You can't. You can't it doesn't work. But they, have <laughs> they just have. That. They have a, like a like a fever dream about killing someone. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. So but you know, at the end of the day, they you know, at the end of the day, for their they're explaining their visualizations behind it. And it's fine. They just need to now make the rules properly match. Like, like for instance, a flamer should. Sure, you might have to see one guy in order to target a unit. But you, you know, a flamer. If I if I could see one guy and I flame into the cave, you know, it doesn't mean I'm not going to burn his ten buddies that are behind him. That and that actually happens as well. It does lap exactly. Corners, it does fill up space. That's yeah. So you know, I understand where they're going, and they you know they they try to make it clear as in their intent in some of these aspects. Um, they just now need to actually make the rules follow their intent so that we can kind of move move along. Yeah. Uh, so let's, now that we're sort of starting to pick holes in things, um, I want to do the same thing around around the table with some of the worst, most ridiculous or nonsensical rulings that we saw that popped up for us. In uh, in the, in the draft FAQ, I liked the building question with the unbound. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. Especially I, you the know answer. Can you, can, you read even... it? can you can you read it out, yeah. Matt? If you got it there, I don't have it to hand. Oh, oh like, well, well someone else, unbound, someone else, go on to that one then, because I'll I find the real unbound, one. Can I take an army of just buildings? Why would the no. answer be no, though? I don't. I know, I know. That's that's the best bit. That's the that beauty the of Unbound, isn't it? Surely. I know. Can I Take play with an Unbound want. army? No. Fantastic. I have all these buildings that I've lovingly painted and converted. Can I use no? no. But it's it, it's a really really long um, oh, question as well. It's real really quick. Good. The save the the one rule that I don't know about you guys, but clears up unbelievable amounts of arguments that happen in tournaments here in the States is actually the saves rule. The fact that the controlling player gets to use a discretion as to which model is the best save, okay. which model save is the best, because you have people constantly that will sit there and nickel and dime you and be like, 
well, your three plus save is a better natural roll than your four plus re-rollable. It's like, but but it's not a better save. Yeah, and th- things like... No, I was just going to say, can you abuse that? Because can you have units that you want to die taking stupid cover saves rather than their Terminator armor? I guess you can, Is... yes. By the way that they've worded it, I believe, yes. You, you, I mean, I don't know. Just, just the same situations, you might want the units to die, I don't know. Yeah, no, but you, you're, you are right. There's... There are there are definite instances where you want a unit to die in shooting so that he can't maybe get to get a charge off and consolidate. Or you might want to try and get back to an objective closer to your table edge, so you want to break and run. Exactly. And then, you, know. you know, but but yeah, there's definitely <coughs> times where you know people will shoot a unit to try to wo- to try to kill it down enough so that they can guarantee that they they should clear it in close combat then they get their consolidate maybe consolidate on an objective and now you're basically able to go okay well uh, i'm going to take this five plus cover save because it it's better for me than my three plus armor save oh look i lost my unit of marines i'm going to go this way now you lose i win gg but yeah the the, the raven wing thing is it's huge because that was that, uh, that happened in a couple of games here as well yeah yeah That's exactly but that you know that that argument comes up that argument comes up all the damn time. People are like, well, you have a two plus save. Well, I have a three plus rerollable. My three plus rerollable is, is mathematically better. Yeah, but your two plus re-roll, your two plus save is just better flat out. And people will nickel and dime you in events for that. So, you know, it's basically like, well, now you don't have, you, you get the good, you get the bad. It is a double edged sword. But most rulings are double edged swords. Uh, the one I thought was a bit odd was uh, saying, no, you can't walk through walls of a ruin. So basically <laughs> making ruin walls impassable terrain. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's just like land raiders can't drive through things. And then and then they were also discussing, you know, okay, well, what do you do about like a window? Is a, is a window like vertical distance up and over to get through? Like, you know, that's, that's like a question people are asking in, in that comment. I think that's one where if they're doing a draft, I could see potentially changing. Yeah, they need to get rid of I don't it. Think it was, <laughs> I don't think it was an issue. I mean, I like them trying to make it so that intervening terrain actually has a use because, to be honest with you, so much of it doesn't do anything now. Negatively, it's just all positive benefits. Um, so you can just run up behind it, get the benefits of it, and then just ignore it being there. For a lot of uh, a lot of people, but um, but what spiders don't care. I, I don't think it holds up. I just don't. It's a nice idea. I, I kind of appreciate the sentiment of trying to make it so that it's not all benefits and there are some hindrances. But it's just one of those things that just it seems to be more hassle than it's worth to actually resolve in game and will slow things down. And I think a lot of units and armies just won't care as well. All of the what spider. Oh, you can't walk around here to shoot me. Little things like that. It's making basic infantry where they're already not the first choice mm. of units a lot worse. That's true. Well, I have seen a couple of people saying like, oh yeah, but you can hide like scorpions or banshees behind the wall so people can't come up, just walk through and shoot you. It's like, great. 
but then you have to walk all the way around to exactly. get to them. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Anything else we didn't like particularly? Um, oh, there's quite a lot. <laughs> Go on, um, Mike. Shoot from the hip. Do scout redeployments take place before or after the player going second is given the chance to seize the initiative? After. So That is you... a completely different ruling to literally yeah. everyone in yes. the rest of the world. Yes, which is, I mean, in, in a game, it's like, well, now there's no chance of, like, you know, of risking a scout or not risking a scout and then getting it biting you on the arse. So it's mm. even more rock, paper, scissors. I mean, I love scouting armies and I love doing it and it'd be really abusive to use this, but... It kind of takes some of the fun out of it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It takes it some of the. the uh, it does exactly. You know, it takes the the, the risk reward. So it's not a good. It's not a good show. Out, I don't think. I mean, one of my favorite rulings is also one of the worst, in my opinion. I don't think you should be able to that a jump pack slingshots a unit. I just love the ruling because of how out of touch they are from the fact that you know their their biggest selling codex. Is that's all they are? Is that one unit? The improbable you know, unit. Yeah, that improbable unit. But you know, just just to slap a jump pack on a guy, and now it's like, okay, well, you know, he's going to make it. So that rule is super easy to fix too. It's if your point of charge, if your initial charging model is a, is a jump pack, then you get to reroll it. Sure, but it's like I can have a guy fifteen feet or fifteen inches behind my unit. That's now allowing my unit to re-roll my seven-inch charge with both dice. Like, you know, how, how does that work? How is that even a thing? Why is that a thing? So, you know, I don't, I don't think that's a good, a good tack-on rule. But I just think the ruling itself is is hilarious because they say it's an improbable unit. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of rulings in the independent characters section which are all like, bollocks. They make sense superficially in what they like, they want you to do. Mm-hmm. Actually, implementing them is going to what, end up being what they have given you here is the GW Bible, and by that I mean you can always find something to back up your argument somewhere in this <laughs> in this document, <laughs> regardless how obscure <laughs> or strange it is. Um, the other one that's a little weird is, uh, and I'm not necessarily opposed to it or for it, but is the actual um, is the actual. Uh, Basically, buddy pods or putting um, things in trans- ours, uh, well, but putting could, things in transports. Jesse, we could no. probably bring all this into one guy, which affects this as well. I probably should touch on it, but that's the assassin and everything that yep. affects him. Yeah, because, um, assassin. Yeah, because obviously he's quite a popular he's dude. He's a big loser in the uh, this draft FAQ. Oh, he is massive loser. Which means they went all from... your Space Marine uh, Death Stars are big winners. Big, big winners. Which yeah, they, yeah. Bas- they basically went from from making having this model be an auto-include. You know what the problem is? They sold more than enough of those Assassin games for people to get their <laughs> yeah. model that now they just don't care. <laughs> if only they were that aware, Jesse. If only they were that aware. Yeah, so what what have we got for the assassin? He, he can't get into anyone's transports so he at the cannot, game. He, he cannot be deployed. Uh, Battle Brothers cannot be deployed in other Battle Brothers transport vehicles, which I believe is a typo, and I think they meant dedicated, I think. Mm. So dedicated so makes can, sense. That's so contrary to how the rules are written. That I think that that is a typo, and they yeah, like it out. 
you you can't put that means you can't put a single character in a unit that's in a transport yeah. to start the game. Yeah. Like that is that is absolutely catastrophic. You're right. Um, you can't deploy. You can't deploy you know, uh, old, buddy uh, pods. Poor old Gabriel Seth's out of business. His, uh, <laughs> his drop pod rentals company is now yeah. insolvent. <laughs> um, yeah, but the problem is also it doesn't state like if you've got like blood angels with flesh terrors, are they battle brothers? Are they like if you're like what happens if you got a blood angel detachment? And then you take a, like a CAD, and you take another CAD. Yeah. Are they Battle Brothers, or are they, are I, they not I, Battle Brothers? Technically, I guess they are Battle Brothers, aren't they? Yeah, they because are Battle they're Brothers. Separate, they're entirely separate things yeah. as well. I can't, also, then I you've can't, got I can't wait. I can't wait for someone to come up and literally have a game, you know, have their nice fluffy uh, list go to an event, and then be told, you know, all those guys who you would have put in that drop pod, or well, those drop pods have got to come down empty. <laughs> and you've and got to walk them on. And <laughs> your guys are walking on. <laughs> oh, and if you try, and if you, yeah, if you try to walk on but you end up in reserve then you yeah like the whole ongoing reserve thing where you if you is it if you deep strike in you have to then walk on if you if you miss up or something i don't know yeah, something like that yeah. yeah unless every model in the unit can deep strike i think it said mm. yeah it's so like uh, but that question was a very specific necron question because it was a veil question yeah yeah it was well and it ended up stuck in a, was it psychic powers possibly <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it wasn't um, where it should be for a Necron specific well, question. It, it could fit in. It could fit in. No, it also affects the reason it's in psychic powers is because it affects Gate of Infinity much more often because yes. there's a lot more Gate play than there is Necron play anymore. But you would have thought they'd uh, someone had <laughs> asked the question with regards to Gate to be able to use that word. That'll probably be the Necron. Um, so there's that. Then again, you know, back to the Auras. Again, back to this poor little this poor little guy who who is seeing more and more play. Like over here in the States, we're seeing more and more armies bolt him on because it's the only way they can deal with, especially outside of nerfed invisibility, it's the only way they can deal with um, space or the wolf star. And, and it's not even like removing their buffs. It's not. It's also dispelling the debuffs that are just raping armies. Like yep. I played a game with Krons and... If you play, other person has null zone, you ain't winning because you just your amazing Death Star just gets absolutely butt fucked by their Death Star. You can't even hold them up. So just having yeah. an assassin just dispelling things off your army was really nice. Um, and, and the fact that they took the R's away from transports, like you know, yeah, you, I was I was still seeing people make a go out of playing Imperial Guard, and they're flying a Collectus assassin around in a, in a vendetta, <laughs> and you know it's cute, and then. But you know they're they're trying to make a go out of it. It's like oh you can't do that anymore, or, or you know you can't put them in a transport and you know have a little bit of protection. You can't have them sitting in a bunker in the center of your line, you know anything like that. It's just basically if that stands as it is, there is literally no point playing anything that's not marine buddies or elf well, There's especially Especially as um, as the stomp rules. I'm not sure if you guys went through this. Um, yeah. But you can now look out, sir, from stomps. <laughs> yep. Which is still needs a bit of clarification. It does. does I, it I think I think you have the right of it, Matt. I think the six still does destroy, and you can't look out, sir, that. It's, but they've said you can. And that's because it's not causing a wound? Yes. So look out, sir, works on wounds caused, whereas if you're rolling a six, you're not causing a wound. 
it just removed from play. Yeah. So as it is, you. Sh- so the ruling, the ruling says, can you make lookout sir attempts against destroyer we- destroyer weapon hits? Stomps. I think it's on a stomp one. There is a stomp further on. Yeah. Uh, can lookout sirs be made against stomp attacks? Answer: Yes. yes. So that is pretty explicit in the in its sentencing, but obviously, when you look at the rules for lookout sir and you look at the rules for Correct. rolling the six on stomps, they the... that that answer doesn't actually clear up anything because <laughs> lookout sir so only much. applies to wounds, and you're not actually causing a wound. I, I just guess you could, you could look clear, at, but is it what they meant? Mm. That's what's unclear, <laughs> and yeah. that's the issue because, as we pointed out, from page to page, the intention is so, you know, varied that how would we ever know what they intended? And it's not like they've given us a detailed answer. It's just literally, yes, full stop. So, so I'm actually uh, one back into the stomp. The one thing I do like is that they actually clarify stomping out of close combat. Yes, um, how that works. you know, because there there are some events over here in the states. They're just like, oh, you can't do that, and it's like, well, clearly it's intended. Well, no, it's not. Okay, fine. Well, no, now it is clearly intended. That not only can you do it, but if you do cause twenty five percent casualties, they take a leadership check. It's not now, like an out of place thing. If you look at the last question as well on that, it says, "Can I attempt invulnerable saves or use the Eternal Warrior special rule against stomp attacks that cause a model to be removed as a casualty?" And it says no. Now, by using that as an answer, it's clear that you can't look at Sir um, those either uh, for exactly the same reason. But in a vacuum, if you just look at you know, if you're the average player that's playing against someone with knights and they pull up this FAQ, they're going to read that and go well yes, I can look out Sir Stomp Attacks because it says so right here Yeah, yeah and rather than rather than looking out Sir, like the one wound, you actually look out Sir, the template to the nearest other area Yeah, so you just put it back oh, on the right and go, there you go stop hitting yourself yeah, that'd work. There's there's one weird one with uh, it's not going to come up very often, but the vortex. No, I mean, that, you say that, but that's so like an improbable unit. Yeah, true. If you <laughs> if you like vortex someone now, I think there's only one that's got it. But oh yeah, you vortex something and then it scatters onto you, and you don't die unless you can move off it. You die, which is so yeah. weird. But a lot of events played it as you could sit there for a turn, even if you couldn't normally because it was a vortex. It was a little bit different. But yes, yeah, it's impossible. You can't be there. So it's really brutal. It's brutal. So you, at least you get a chance for it to scatter. But if you don't, if it doesn't scatter far off, you like see here at night and it only scatters a couple of inches. Oh, if it scatters base. onto you before, because it's beginning of the tour. Yeah, you can't move off it. You're dead. So that's really weird. I, I didn't. I think they meant. I think they mean that you can try and move off it. I. I because the way they've written the answer and the word, it sounds to me like they're trying to make you move off it, but if you can't move off it, you die. Uh, but because it's impossible, most things can't move off it. So, but, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, it's a weird one. But it's a big change, but it's only a small tweak to how a lot of people play it. Yeah, but it can it can literally just kill it. It's a big impact, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really good. It's like if 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 stomp gets changed, then that's the new stomp. 
because you don't even need a six, do you? You just need to throw these little tiny templates out and go, oh, I've hit. You're only on a bike. Ha ha, you're dead. <laughs> well, you have, to, you have to hope it scatters because they do get, it does have to scatter first. Off. Why, why does it have to scatter off? Because the scatter, sca- yeah, it goes, before they get, before they move, it scatters first. So before you have to take the guy off, you have to scatter the template. But it's just the chance that if it doesn't scatter far, or as as Matt says, it goes onto you, then you just die, mm. which is really weird. I, I don't I don't get how that works, but it's really powerful. They still love their rolling off, don't they? There's lots of things like that. Yeah. What prize first? Roll off. Let's have fun. Thumbs in the well, air. Yeah. Then they, they then they went for the quantum shield versus lance. Oh, that's and pathetic. Then quantum <laughs> shield got raped because <laughs> it's like nothing. <laughs> yeah. So they have like Quantum Shield which makes you AV thirteen and Lance makes AV twelve. Before it was whoever's turn it was picked, which went first. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Lance would win if they were shooting at Lance. Yeah. It makes AV twelve. But now they just said they cancel out. So now you're AV eleven. Which is, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is even amazing. worse. Yeah, then, yeah. Two, minus one. What? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Necrons are like, no, just take the twelve. Just take the twelve. <laughs> Fuck's sake. You can have it. You can have it. Yeah. I promise. <laughs> um, hey, his... they clarified Jink too. They clarified Jink for uh, passengers. Now they also have the Snapfire. Yeah, have they clarified poor... it from their old FAQ though, which said if it's a super, if it's in a mobile vehicle, does it have Jink? Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, they they, they, they fixed that. that. Oh, there's a great ruling in the Flyers one as well. The mobbly, the, sorry, the wobbly model syndrome. <laughs> yeah. where, where I can, oh, I, can I can leave my Flyers on top of your models if I want. Yeah. I love the uh, if it's forced to go 18 inches in a straight yeah. line, put it From somewhere near. That'll do. Ends its it ends its move over an enemy unit as it crash and burn. No, it's the wobbly model that's, syndrome that's, rule. That's a that's a good Hold one. On. Isn't it? About but, but I do like that. I do. Kidding, I do think. Right? I do think though, in real life, it's so stupid that a plane would crash if it, if you, could. it didn't True. make sense that the bent, the base would kill the flyer. They're, they're, that's how they're thinking of it. They're not thinking <laughs> if you play that in a real, if you play like in a pickup game at my club, if you tell them their flyer's dead because they can't put the base somewhere, they that flips them out because they murder you. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I bet you're I, flavor of the month down there all the time, James. <laughs> but I do, I do like that. So that was actually, I know it's stupid ruling, but I do really like it's it. It's one of those ones where they sat down in a, in a room and just like, yeah, that really makes sense. Yeah. Like they definitely didn't have a table in front of them with models, but they had to actually do it. Um, I think it's because they're not, they're not idiots. The, just put it somewhere nearby. That's a bit like, <laughs> if it said move it, decrease it by the minimum or something. Like, okay, cool. So there's a set place to put it. You have yeah, like you can, before you can, or after them. Like you could try and force it off the table or something, yeah. Oh, well, I'm just going to put it slightly to the side so all I can see is that one guy hiding at the back of the unit who wants to make them all really good. Yeah, that guy. The grim one. Exactly. So you're, you're, you're basically making it so you can move them around and you can, you can affect their, their patterns for the next couple of turns. You know, also, so are, are melt-a-bombs a grenade type? Yes. Uh, yeah, so oh, anyone. That was a ruling. That was a ruling. So then you you don't have to be scared charging units with haywire grenades like like oh no. you know what that makes that makes the knights not give a damn about swooping hawks charging them yeah no, no one takes yeah. swooping hawks anymore apart from someone we know because Americans they do. if they can only do one a turn they're just not worth it 
Yeah. But no, like, against, oh. against a Dreadnought now, I mean, like, I'm going back to like fifth edition now, but like a Marine versus a Dreadnought and only one guy can slap a crack on him. Didn't they? Yeah. Um... Crazy. So a Rhino is probably more. Okay. Yeah. 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 Exactly. You're no longer. You're no longer just. Well, I mean, you could, but you're you're no longer really just losing a, a rhino. So not only are you giving up all charge. of your attacks for the model, like everyone else just has to sort of like make rain sounds uh, whilst they pat it's, a, its armor with their. It's a stupid idea. But I, that's almost certainly going to change. I, I, I hope so. I can't imagine it's so shit. Um, um, here's one that I think is a good one. Um, they finally. Uh, told you how to resolve tank shock. Yeah. Reese, is this a Reese? This is how you resolve it, Reese. Are, are we sure? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I kind of, I kind of. They didn't really rule on it, but they did say it is not. And that's I repeat, not meant to provide players of where destroying the unit that is being tank shot. Yes. Didn't uh, Reese lose the whole tournament they put because his of that? name in it? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and didn't he, he like was... lose it because like a monstrous creature got tank shocked and there's nothing else around it? It's yeah, like the last creature, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But that's just um, a matter. Um, I like that they resolved the skimmer's deep strike, deep striking rule. Um, yeah, so bad. it's no longer it's no longer no, no no cares. It just can't mishap. Yeah, I, I love that argument. So reduce it by the minimum. Okay, I'm still within an inch. I'll take yeah. it off. <laughs> No, no, I, I agree, Matt, but people still argued it. Yeah. Americans, mainly Jesse. Uh, excuse me, I did not argue that first, Matt. Second, somebody at your damn tar- tournament was arguing it with somebody else and we oh, were yeah, there. Oh, yeah, that would be Gaz. Gaz is always wrong. <laughs> okay, but doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Which, which Gaz is that? was wrong. Gaz Jones, <laughs> but not the uh, Gaz Jones. Ah, oh. oh, right. And he doesn't listen to this, does he? He, he probably will. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Damn! I've seen him Tuesday. What a thoroughly lovely bloke that guy's Jones is. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he loves his skimmers. <laughs> but yeah, so overall, um, we're happy with the concept of it, the idea of it. The we'll give marks for the working out and the effort. I'm going to put it on my fridge. Yeah, what I'm going to do. Are you stealing my lines? Oh, sorry. Did you, did you, were you about Ooh. to use that one? No, no. <laughs> I'm, glad that, I'm glad that it resonated, though. Oh, uh, why don't you just edit that and use that line? No, no, it's fine. <laughs> well, then we could, we could add some click, cricket noises in there as well. <laughs> Tumbleweeds <laughs> bouncing across. Um, yeah, so obviously, if this FAQ comes out as it is, then I'm going to shit the bed. Um, but hopefully... Um, what, do we, what do we think? This is going to mean for other armies. Well, oh, they, they, we still have the um, army-specific no, ones to come out. Don't oh, we? mate, two mate. For two, which don't do anything. It's I'm be... holding on for strength ten fundamental. Mate, it's already there. It's already. I'm, I'm already getting it. I'm already getting. <laughs> Only it. if you play at games workshop no, tournaments. <laughs> Let it do organised play. But listen to this: though. when a model uses a rule with a wording similar to count characteristic as use the characteristic of model X, do we read the characteristic? Because if it were the affected model's original profile before we apply modifiers, yes. But does uh, Fundal say count it as this? No, it says add one. No, it add doesn't one. say add one. It's it's just adding. It it's, says it's this bonus is you... already uh, included in its profile. Yeah, so that's what. See, 
totally Science different. logic is brilliant. I love it sometimes. It's, no, no, no. But, but you know, you know, this is going to lead to straight for ten fundable recovery. You know it. Every, you know every single spider player is is like praying. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Don't know it's it's not even that bad. You are still ridiculously broken. You've yeah. gotten nothing. You've gotten nothing but buffs out of FAQs of the recent books. Can't you take one hit to the chin there, Mike? Like, crazy. You can literally deep strike an assault. <laughs> Jesse, it's not. It's not the with point. fortune. <laughs> it's not the point. It's like the man who accidentally <laughs> conquered the world. I didn't want this to happen. I just wanted my donut on a Tuesday, but you made me do it. <laughs> He's been arguing for this strength 10 for so long, he doesn't know any other way. I don't, we're just you this know, close. We're this close you know, now. It's great. I remember getting so much hate. I remember last year, Nova did not allow Imperial Knights because they were too broken. And now look. Like... What the hell is my night? Di- my night died in one volley of a psychic power last last game. Jesse, that was your <laughs> fault at Nova, though. What and you know it? Nova not allowing nights was your and Justin's fault. Yeah, <laughs> I know. We we ruin people's fun, but that doesn't matter. Now they got Aaron Alien ruining people's fun with Wolfstar, and everybody else that can just bucket bolt on a seventeen hundred point unit and go. You can't kill me. I can charge you no matter where you're at. I summon more than you. Oh, and I got fortune, so go fuck yourself. You mean any unit that can bolt on 10 Libby's? Yeah, basically, like, Space you know, I was, I was gonna, I was gonna joke around and, and mess around with, like, uh, with the, the Imperial Guard summoning stuff, and then I'm just like, why? Why? What's the point? Why, why do that to myself? You I've just take both things. We should start playing with with thirty k armies in these tournaments as well. It's when you see, I've seen demon so lists at events taking the guard formation just so they have something that can summon. Who'd do a thing like that? A little bit iffy. There was a question someone actually asked: Do these do these apply to thirty k? Because it says, but someone said, well, it says four hundred forty thousand FAQ. It's not. But it'd be, it'd be so good to see like the 30k armies or like entire Primarchs just being removed from play by like four librarians. So what? <laughs> so it's like fucking hell, the future's tough, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Seven attacks each. Whatever the fuck yeah. it is. I'm not coming back. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they yeah. haven't come back. They're just chilling. Why do you get a re-roll? I've got this small gremlin next to me. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, did you guys see that uh, it looks like ITC is just banning all the good psychic powers or changing them already? We knew that was going to happen, didn't we? Yeah. I think yeah. ETC will, looks like it's going to follow suit with one of them. Is that the... With the, the, the bits of teleport the terrain charge? Yeah. Yeah, uh, the terrain. Yeah. As, as we said on the episode, you know, fuck letting, letting Eastern Europe. It's not, yeah, listen, shit around. I don't it's, want it's to not, hear it. It's not, it's broken. It's just, it just, 
it just destroys terrain. It's just quit messes with a lot. <laughs> quit being dicks. Quit being dicks. They got rid of the Wood Elf Army. I want to play Wood Elf 40k with Space Marines. <laughs> I'm going to do whatever I want with my terrain and then teleport my unit into your face. The only thing that the, the only reason that spell is not as good as it is is because people only play Wolf Star and its damn footprint is too big. There's but too that's much not the rest. best use. Well, you've seen That's not. definitely not the best use. It's not the best, <laughs> the, best, the best use, Jesse, is moving like your knights that had toes in terrain the other side of the board and just laughing at you. No, to be honest, you can just move them into your army and just kill them in two seconds now. <laughs> yeah, where's the fun in that? You do that to anything. <laughs> you just sort of send it away. Send it to the corner and then just sit, the in, just sit, in, just sit in terrain. <laughs> Just sit in terrain, wait for him to come up to you, take one turn of stunts, hit him right out of there, and then send the terrain back in the corner again. Bye. <laughs> See you, Jesse. It's amazing. Uh, right, no. we will revisit these uh, as and when they get finalised, of course, and then do another post-mortem. Uh, hopefully we still want to play 40k when they're released. <laughs> they're not that terrible. Um, uh, we have got the Death from the Skies supplement to have a look at as well in the future um so hopefully we'll get around to that real soon as well um, I know we'll you mean we're just going to listen to james stuff. talk about it right yes basically. none of us are going to actually read it no. it's called teaching it's what he does for a job <laughs> <laughs> we we you forget the whole point of the podcast is we take on the role of the of the listener and you know james through us educates them <laughs> That's how it's I'll make sure I won't turn up so I can listen to you guys <laughs> oh no, no there's a of Adam god you should have heard Adam when all these FAQs dropped Jesus Christ it was amazing it was you know, more for fuck's sake for fuck's sake it was like that every two seconds it was fantastic you know what? we had about we had about three hours laughing at World Skate it was so funny oh, that was, it was the best what? conversation ever Oh, bastards. I hope that was uh, useful and you found it uh, handy. Uh, if you've got any questions, feel free to send it to Games Workshop, not to us. Um, <laughs> they are on Facebook, so go and find them. I think it's just Warhammer 40,000, isn't it? If you just search it's Warhammer 40, it's Warhammer 40, uh, comma three zeros because there's Warhammer 40, just 40. Thousand with no comma, and that's something else. And then there's Warhammer oh. 40k. So yeah, it's forty thousand. Forty thousand, Jesse. Go and uh, it's 40, go and it's go and, I, go and look for I, them. I, um, but please do follow us on Facebook and uh, leave us I nice hate you, Mike. comments and questions, feedback, uh, and stuff you want us to talk about. We'd love to have your input. We're looking to include more cool stuff, more short, bite-sized stuff for the podcast. If there's anything you want us to look into, let us know. Um, we are who's going to play Total War with me. Who's playing Dawn of War 3? Uh, I am. Looks fucking great, doesn't it? Who's playing XCOM? Oh no, just me still. <laughs> Damn. Who's, who's going to quit and play Overwatch full-time? Anyone? Anyone? No. Uh, just going just gonna, to just gonna play with myself instead. Yeah. Oh no. We almost made it one full episode. And on that note, hit the music. Well, Now you do what they told you. 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 Now you do what they told you.
for those that work forces are the same that block crosses. Some of those that work forces.